Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Battlecast. I am your host, Seth Vilo, here today with some battleicious co-hosts. Thatch. And our <laughs> Sigma. And we are here to bring you all sorts of things battle-oriented, because that's what we do on Battlecast. We battle over things, because that's how it is. And this week's topic is coming to you in a bit. It's a secret. I'm not telling. Are you guys telling? I mean, it's in the. It's probably in the title for this episode yeah. that they've you already make downloaded. A very good point. I'm but... pretty sure it's going to say Battlecast 14, <laughs> uh, Moon Series VGC 2019. I'm pretty sure it's going to say something like that. What he said. I forgot to write down what number this was. So 14. Right. I only know this because Battlecast has existed for like I think this is the third year of Battlecast. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're finally passing the torch to you, and <laughs> um, because I'm really bad at making it consistently, and one of the things that's happening with that is uh, I just remember we started we started we're just like this is the year that we're just gonna start doing it once a month, right? <laughs> we're gonna come on a regular schedule with it, and. I just remember doing the one last month and being like, huh, 13. So it's going to look like we've done it for two years, but we've definitely done it for longer. <laughs> Shh, I won't tell why. if you won't. I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> Except everybody. Just now. <laughs> yep. Anywho, we're on to Battlecast. There's a little bit of stuff that's been going on just in general metagames. A lot of it's going to be Smogon stuff. Sorry, people. But a lot of just minor tier shifts, minor things like that. So one of them is a sad loss today. Uh, Linian, cry, go ahead. You're going to want to. Stack Attacka is banned from the RU metagame. So is it just RUBL now? Is that what it is? Yeah. R-U-B-L? Yeah, that's what it's going to okay. be. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. It's a ban list. Never mind. I'm mm-hmm. wrong. So yeah, our poor wall is gone. So what was R-U. the reasoning behind that? You know, that is an excellent question. 
Uh, let me see if I can. I find... really want to know the reasoning behind Stack Attack at Ban. I understand RU can kind of get nasty with like the steel and rock type, and Stack Attack with the Trick Room. Trick Room's just nasty in RU. Exactly. To begin with. That was the main reason behind it. I was gonna say they mm-hmm. lost Gligar recently too, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Gligar went to UU, so that's just gonna leave a vacuum for something that would have walled Stack Attack prog- pre- uh, previously, mm-hmm. and that that's definitely the big issue, right. I think. Yeah, uh, Stack Attack probably just got to steamroll. Yeah, and with some of the most monstrous around. things. Yeah, Gligar is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gligar is definitely the reason to do it. I mean, Stack Attack, Stack Attack is good. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, we're gonna talk about it a little bit more later today, but it was it's definitely really, 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 really good mm-hmm. at what it does. Like, it's really good. Good on you, Stack Attack, doing <laughs> things, getting banned. <laughs> And on the topic of bands, just kind of moving right along, Thatch, do you want to ha- cover what happened in the, or is rather, it, what's happening? What's happening? Because oh, I know you love this here so much, Little Cup. I'm, okay, so I was distraught because we were doing the we were doing the research for the episode today, and I just I didn't know this because I haven't played Showdown for a couple of days because I'm in the middle of moving to a new house, and I didn't realize that Abra is being suspect tested. So in Little Cup, which is fine, because a little part of me was like. At least it's not Diglett, right? <laughs> for once. And for once, they're not suspect testing Diglett, which is great because Diglett gets all of the suspect tests. And I, I mean, Abra's probably, if I were to go back into my Little Cup memory and be like, Little Cup, uh, how you play, uh, Abra is definitely like, it's still S tier, I think. I think it's one of the S tier mods in Little Cup right now. And it's definitely up there with Diglett in terms of usage. Because Abra and Diglett are both very similar in what they do. I personally run focus sashes on both of them. Abra gets the magic guard, doesn't take rocks damage ever. And it can kind of, it, it's got a decent move pool that I can wipe out pretty much everything with that. So I can understand getting rid of Abra, kind of. I think it's definitely easy to get around, especially with every single Pokemon in the tier running knockoff. With Focus Sash, I can see that being a problem, but there's so many other like useful little Pokemon that can help get around it. I think it's literally just that Little Cup is super stagnant, mm-hmm. and not enough people really play it for the meta to develop properly. <laughs> I mean that that's my that's my true opinion is that Little Cup just doesn't have enough players in it to properly evolve the meta because I we we had the Little Cup Battle Clinic a few weeks ago, right? And the Little Cup Battle Clinic. I was building a team for it because I haven't jumped in the Little Cup in probably like seven months or so. Well, actually before Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, because Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, uh, they got rid of Apom and for good reason. And Apom was kind of the reason I played Little Cup. I So I haven't played since then, but uh, I was looking at it. I was building the team and all of the Pokemon on my team that weren't Apom were all still really good choices for a team. And I was just like, huh, that's really interesting that the, all of the Pokemon that are like S tier and A plus tier are still the S tier and A plus tier after like a year and a half, right? And, and this was still the way it was back in Gen 6. Back in Gen 6, these were still the Pokemon you used. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think Little Cup is just underdeveloped. And that, that's fine. I think it's a fun meta and it's a great meta to go learn Pokemon in if you want to learn how to think about Pokemon in a more strategic way. Other than like, hey, this Pokemon's move is super effective to that Pokemon's move. I've heard you mention before that Little Cup is monstrous in teaching you how to exactly calculate stats. Yeah, that's true. I I wouldn't get too hung up on that. Like, I would definitely just go to Smogon and steal the spreads. Mm -hmm. Right? 
But if I were, which you're going to do anyway, like, so let's say you're a new player to the game, you're going to jump into Little Cup and you're going to, you're already at uh, OU and you're going to Smogon. You're taking your 252, 252 sets from the Smogon page and you're pasting them in. Uh, just do the same thing for Little Cup, right? You go over there. I think Little Cup has a world more, it's way easier to learn Little Cup uh, from Little Cup, things like speed tiers and just like actual damage um, damage outputs and stuff like that. I think Little Cup is a much better meta for learning those things in. It's definitely where I started to get like a better grasp of certain things in Pokemon. Like speed tiers like really clicked with me with Little Cup because you're not dealing with uh, base 91 speed. How is that supposed to line up with blah, blah, blah? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And you're, you're sitting there and you're just like, okay, Pokemon has speed values of 7 to 20 in Little Cup, right? And you memorize yeah. all the Pokemon that have 19 because the only two with 20 are Diglett and Elekid. And you memorize everybody with 18 and you memorize everybody with 17 and everybody with 16 and you just get like this really good idea, this really good feeling of speed tiers and how Pokemon are faster than others. And then when you go back to OU, you realize, oh, I don't actually have to memorize 91 versus 92. I just have to have an idea of this Pokemon and this Pokemon have the same speed. This Pokemon, and this Pokemon are the same speed. These outrun this one. Right. right. And you don't have to be like, oh, man, Landorus has a base 91 speed. What does that even mean? It's just easier to think about that. And that's one of those things you kind of have to use to your advantage is understanding speed tiers, not just in Little Cup, but just in Pokemon. And that's the end of Thatch rant about Little Cup and how, <laughs> how it's a really good teaching tool. Well, there was Little Cup things going on, so it was obligatory that you got a, a little rant in. <laughs> I mean, I will preach the I will preach Little Cup till the till the cows come home. It is just an excellent <laughs> meta for learning Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I will absolutely let you because I know nothing about Little Cup, <laughs> except I really appreciate the fact that you kept describing it as underdeveloped and unevolved. Oh, that's true. I didn't even... That was an unintentional pun, but <laughs> I, really I, I will that. accept that. Uh, it It is just really underdeveloped, though. Like, the meta is really underdeveloped, in my opinion, mm-hmm. just because nobody plays it. Nobody plays Little Cup. Who's going in there to play Little Cup? Like, uh, Sigma, can you look to see how many people are playing Little Cup on Showdown right now? We can do Like, this. how many Little Cup matches are going on? Yeah, like, I, I guarantee you it's like 10, maybe 10, maybe even less. We have six Gen 7 six Little yeah. Cup matches. <laughs> that's what I thought. Whew. Um, super easy to ladder though, by the way. I was going to say better than NU. Yeah. Better than NU. I think it's like two, like at any given time on that topic, Sigma, (laughs) what's going on in NU? Uh, ice cream got banned. No more ice cream. Yeah. Vanillix is gone. It Mm -hmm. got this, it got free blizzards in NU. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have a uh, complete side note that's not like a battle thing at all. Uh, just something that I think would be funny is Gen 8, we get Vanellix, like a regional variant of Vanellix, but it's not Vanellix. It's called Chocolix. Stop. And it's just a chocolate Vanellix. Stop. Right? I hate it. ideas. <laughs> now we can put Gen 8 in the title. Uh, keep going. Uh, <laughs> What's going to be the next Gen 8 OU? You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Vanellix. Oh, it's Ice Ground type, too. Uh, and it gets uh, Sandstream. Stop. Boom. No, I've just solved all of their problems. Signature move, Rocky Road. It's, it's <laughs> It sets Stealth Rock while doing 50 damage. <laughs> I, I hate this. I'm, I'm okay with this. I like this. No, no, you make it uh, a chop- go- you make it chocolate vanilla or chocolate uh 
No, you make it a swirl Pokemon. So you <gasps> it's a have... Neapolitan. It's it's three types. <laughs> okay, but I'm still confused why Vanellis even got banned in the first place. I like what's the reasoning behind that? Like I can because Obama uh, Obama Snow, not Obama Snow, Obama Snow is still in that tier. Like Mega Obama Snow mm-hmm. is there, and it, it sets the it sets the hail. It does Blizzard things. Granted, it doesn't have like the speed stat Vanellix has. Vanellix is what like base eighty. Uh, I believe so. Um, somewhere it, between it's something around eighty. Yeah, as yeah, opposed somewhere to around like, eighty. Obama Snow's what sixty forty. I think Mega's it's really 40. lower thirty. I think for Mega Mega. Meg- Mega's 30, for sure. But yeah, the um, the thread about Vanillix specifically cites its choice scarf set as okay, one that thing. Okay, so. It just gets instant hail, and so like you get 100% blizzards at speeds faster than the rest of NU. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense to me. Yeah, the choice scarf set's pretty nasty. I mean, you can get around it in other tiers. Because yeah, I guess there's no like prominent bullet punch users down in... Uh, and you maybe you could get away with like the rogue Rio Lu, <laughs> but that's not even I, stab. Uh, no, that's not even stab. Uh, I I think Ponyard's actually used in NU. I think it actually has like a usage stat in NU. It might. So maybe Ponyard. You you run Eviolite Ponyard, and you hope that the Blizzard doesn't freeze you, and you just Ironhead the Vanillix and do like half damage because you're a Ponyard. Well, now NU stuck with Cragnall as their ice type. <laughs> that's fine mega glalie i think is down there now too mega glalie is down there I, I think and you has a surprisingly large number of megas by the way like i am blown away by the number i think it's like three that's three more than i thought would be down there yeah because they have Audino down there as well Claw. yeah Audino is down there uh obama snow is down there and uh like you said glalie like all three of them are down there which just blows my mind I mean, that's going to be fun, though. I, I never actually saw too much Vanellix when I was playing, but maybe that's because it got banned before I was playing it for funsies when we were testing the te- the Decidui team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was banned uh, a few weeks back, so. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Vanellix. Yep. And I mean, that's pretty much the only notable news bits that are going on in the tiers. Uh, for those who are still interested in OU... Uh, hail to the chief. Magirna is now officially S rank in viability. Uh, that's pretty much the Wait, only change. Magirna's S rank in viability. No, not not while Zygarde was there. Oddly enough. Huh. So, okay. Yeah. Must have been just A plus. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. only A plus. Only. only. It was S tier for like a little bit when Zygarde was in the tier. Yeah. Yeah, but now people have discovered that it also learns pain split. So that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's okay, but that's the only OU change, really. Other than you know, everyone's still trying to figure out what on earth can fill the void of our snaky friend. That's pretty much it, though. So the answer is okay. the answer is lantern, but the answer is obviously lantern. <laughs> <laughs> we run soak. Stop! I still oh, have oh, trauma my. from that. <laughs> but uh, that was 180 turns of nonsense. Anyway, uh, it's okay. Moving along, though, that kind of wraps up the news. So we're gonna cut it here for a second and move on to the topic, which is VGC Moon Series. So see you after some kind of break in sound. Repel Incorporated is looking for adventurous, brave, and talented individuals to join our team here at our Viridian City location. We here at Repel Incorporated produce the number one product in Pokemon repellent today. In order to create our high-quality product, we need trainers like you 
to venture forth into the depths of Viridian Forest and procure vital elements of the Repel formula, including Vespiquin saliva, Beedrill stingers, and Venomoth powder. Required skills of the position include at least three badges and a Pokemon team, preferably at least one fire type. Psychic trainers need not apply. Applicants must also be willing to sign a waiver, stating they do not hold the company responsible for any injury or fatalities, for that matter, received in the line of duty. So come on and join our exciting team. And we are back talking about the Moon series of VGC, which, for those of you who don't know, is different than the Sun series. You're welcome. Yeah, the moon's out. Yeah, the moon's out. Hell. The day is over. The day. Oh God. Oh God. I just realized that. Like, like. Oh man, it's the day, and then it becomes night, and then Ultra Series is like, welcome to hell, and <laughs> because it's gonna be awful. Like, I can't. Like, there's plenty to talk about with like what's going on in Moon Series, but it's gonna be awful. Ominous organ music is definitely in the distance. So. Oh, that. That's yeah. Oh God, we gotta put that in now. <laughs> <laughs> A layer of just. <laughs> Tokata and Fugue yeah. behind us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but why is Moon different than Sun, you might ask? The answer is Z-Crystals. That's pretty much it. Uh, you can still use two legendaries on your team of a restricted number of pool stuff. Um, that's just the same as Sun. But the big difference is just that certain Z-Crystals are allowed. The only ones that aren't are Ultra Necrosmium, however you pronounce that, z that's the only yes. Z crystal that's banned. Additionally, no mega evolution still. So no Nobody primals. Mega evolution no mega evolution anyway. Yeah. Also, for those wondering, that includes Rayquaza. So no mega ray. And no primals. And no primals. Yet. Which are just Yet. old megas. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm really I'm I like I'm re- I'm ready to see like I feel like Ultra Series is going to test just like a couple of things real quick and then it's all going to get squashed out and it's going to be alternate Krosma and Xerneas on every team. Yep. Pretty And much. that's what we're going to get stuck with. Well, maybe maybe alternate Krosma and Yvettel. I was going to say alternate Krosmas can run uh, Sun Seal Strike, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I might... It might be... It might be... Uh, I could definitely see it turning into like uh, just like Yvettel alternate Krosma cores mm-hmm. and that's all we get. <laughs> and don't forget about everyone's favorite uber god right now, which is Primal Groudon. That's what's coming down the pipeline. I, I, I don't know that Primal Groudon is going to be as big. I, I mean, I don't want to speculate too much right now because we should be talking about Moon Series, yeah. but I, I don't think it's going to be as big, mostly because Alternate Crosma is so good. Mm-hmm. Like something something with a good like attack and special attack stat that can learn Photon Geyser. Mm-hmm. Like I just can't see it not doing well. Right. Uh, that that's I just can't see it not doing well. The only thing is Yvettel. Yvettel can come in and just destroy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's the only thing. Um. But yeah, I digress. You can move on to the Moon series now. <laughs> but yeah, the Moon series is going on right now. Uh, do you guys remember when the Moon series officially ends? Wasn't there just one tournament? April first. April first. April first ish. It's either April first or April fourth. I remember. I was gonna say it's like the first is. Monday in April when mm-hmm. they do the yeah the first online. Monday in April. Yeah, that that is actually it's probably the first because that's the first Monday in April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be fun, but some good things right now. Uh, 
just kind of diving in. We had the Oceana regional or not regional international. international. Thank you. We had the Oceana international happen uh, this last weekend upon the time of recording. And that kind of gave us a glimpse into what moon is about. And we got a champion, Mm -hmm. Eduardo Cunha, I think is how you pronounce it from Portugal. He had and a really who, fun time. Whoever I assume is his friend got second. Yeah, with the exact uh, <laughs> same team. Luke Curtail with the exact same from team. From Australia, yeah. And, yeah. There were some interesting things in there. We've, we're looking at some of the results from some of the top people. I've seen the replay mm-hmm. of the finals match. I know, Sigma, you watched part of it until it got down to the slugfest. I did watch the end <laughs> of the Takataka Fest. Ugh. Even I oh, couldn't yeah, I do mean, that. So... So for just reference, like, I don't think this team is too out there because like a big core that's been popping up, uh, this core originally popped up, uh, what's his name? Um, Ashton Cox. He ran this like back in October and it's the Xerneas, uh, Lunala core <laughs> and he ran it back in October. It didn't do very well, but then you get to like Lunali MZ, which I'm not actually sure what it actually, what it does. It's just um, a really <laughs> strong ghost attack, which means it hits just about everything in the format that's not Ooh. a center or, or Not to mention, it yeah, can knock wow. out an opposing Lunala through Shadow Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I did not know that, and so that's good to know. It's also a forever long animation. Yes. But looking at this team, like it's just like a mix of everything that's cool and I hate about VGC. Because, I mean, you have... You have, like, Lanala, which I didn't think was going to do that well in this format at all. Mostly because of dark types being so prominent, like, Incineroar, and also uh, Yvettel, which I think is just, like, an awesome Pokemon. And I think Yvettel did make top cut, though. There's one. Um, mm-hmm. There's one. He did make top cut, which is makes me happy, because that's probably why he should. Uh, but And, like, it's got, it's got the Lunala on it, it's got crazy cool... Uh, Sarina, which I think is really cool, just having like a really cool tech Sarina. That's a really cool one. And it's not even. It's not even tech. It's not even tech. I was it's gonna just, say like, when nice. Every team has fake out from Incineroar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's what you. Want, it, it's such Sarina. It it it's. I love that Sarina made it. Uh, the only thing is like I re- like and stack attack is cool as well. But then the other three are just like the complete opposite, and it's just like <laughs> oh look at all this overusedness. And so I'm gonna save the worst for last. So like you have Incineroar. Who's on? I think something like ninety percent of all VGC teams now. Yeah, if you go to Smogon usage stats and the seventeen sixty ranking of it, it is on ninety yeah. percent of VGC Moon teams at the moment. Yeah, it's on like ninety percent of VGC teams. Even like on Peakalytics, they'll give you that. Yep, and that's disgusting. I like that's worse than Lando. I was gonna mm-hmm. say that's about double your standard Lando usage. Yeah, <laughs> so like think of Lando, but it's a kitty cat on fire. <laughs> and like, it, it, I mean, at least it looks cooler than Lando. I, Lando just kind of looks like he has old man like age spots on him. And Incineroar actually looks really cool, and he's in Smash Brothers, so like that's kind of cool. We know they like and, tigers. That's that's all we yeah. know. Xerneas is just like, oh, remember VGC sixteen and when I was really big, and it's like, yes, yes, I do. It's like Geomancy uh, is not a broken move. Nope. And then my my least favorite of all of these is Smeargle. Like Smeargle is just the bane of VGC in my opinion. On the plus side, I, I think it's it's not dark voiding anymore, and honestly, Thank it's God. not sporing anymore. No, it has yeah, to kiss. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it has to actually hit, and with things with overcoat and safety goggles, which is popping up on a whole lot of things, it mm-hmm. it can't safely spore anymore. It also just you know, Cartana, it's just gonna not care. So exactly, it's got a it's got to resort to lovely kiss. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I like. I mean, I don't want to go too much into this because we want to talk a little bit about this in team of the episode. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's got a lot of cool stuff on it. Like, I think, I think the move set that it has, a follow me, lovely kiss, wide guard, crafty shield. I think that's fantastic. Wide guard is such a good move in VGC, mm-hmm. and I, I'm happy to see that. I mean, combined with queenly majesty, that's just going to be fantastic. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think this one is pretty cool. I so like I want to take a minute and I want to talk about this SpaceX core, and I, I know you guys too. Too. I, yes. I, I'm sorry, I'm taking the show from you. No, Seth, you're but, fine. Honestly, um, <laughs> I was going to do the same thing, so it's okay. Uh, because the SpaceX core is like fantastic. I just love the because, name. <laughs> I, it, first of all, it's called SpaceX, which is I mean, Xerneas Lunala, fantastic. And I mean, com- combined with that, Lunala's been seeing a lot of play, mostly because it gets access to the move Psycho. Yep. Uh, on top of everything, and it compared with Xerneas. So you can have Xerneas Geomancy and then Lunala psych up after that. So Lunala gets all of the ge- Geomancy boosts, while Xerneas also has all of the Geomancy boosts, and you're just having the time of your life. It's gross. Like just the, just the, it, it's gross, and it's amazing at the same time. And when they're on the field at the same time, that leaves Lunala's only attacking moves as Ghost and Psychic type. What likes to take those? Yep. Dark types. What hates dark yep. types? Or rather, what do dark types hate? A fairy-boosted Xerneas. Fairy type. It's so, it's so disgustingly good that it makes me cry. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I, I really like that idea, and I like seeing Psycho make a return to VGC in a way like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, VGC is just interesting in that we get to see a lot of moves that usually don't see play. Because I I know you and I, Seth, are, are single players for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sigma, you definitely dabbled in VGC. Yeah. I don't know if you've played too much this format, but I know um, personally that you've played a lot of previous formats. Alola hasn't been as fun for me, but... I Yeah, because I, like, you and I met for the first time face-to-face at, at like, a Premier Challenge and yeah. Yeah, 2016 events. I mean, we knew each other before then, but like... We we that's when we first like met face to face, and so uh, I mean I know you used to do it, and you I mean we went to that premiere challenge, and you got like what second place or first place? Uh, I made top eight, and then I think I took second. No, it was top four because I very clearly okay. remember it came down to a speed tie, and I got knocked to sixth place because of a speed tie, or I would have <laughs> made top cut. Yeah, I got. I was uh, so upset. I do remember getting second place the next day on that premiere challenge. So I remember that because that was back when premiere challenges were best of ones. Yeah. That made things so nice. Uh, oh man, that was that was. I mean, that was cool and also awful. Oh, that would be awful at the with same time. Crystals around because then you just don't. Know oh, them. absolutely. But yeah, it was it was it was awesome. It worked very well with your scarf cryoker. That's all I remember. Mm-hmm. Now scarf so is everywhere. So yeah, it is everywhere. <laughs> uh, I, every time I see that in a like a in a suggested move set, I just think of you. Mm. I just think I think of that one time we went to that premiere challenge. <laughs> that was a good time. I remember, I remember that very clearly. Uh, I but I I do like. I mean, I just think it's really cool. VGC you get to see a lot of cool strategies you just normally don't see, especially in this meta where I don't know. I I play Ubers from time to time as well. I, I try to dabble in as many metas as I can. I I will admit I'm not very pr- proficient in RU or PU, but I'm I'm decent at the rest of them like nu i've played a lot of nu recently i obviously i've played ou and uu is always a nice uh fun like relaxing take back to generation six it's like a break from ou pretty much yeah and so like i play all of those i play ubers though I, i not as much as i used to but i have played ubers in the past because of what's it called what, what am I thinking of? Uh, oh, because of streaming. <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> because, well, because like you'll always get the kids that like come in and they'll be like, 
I don't know how how tiers work. I'm going to bring all of my Uber Pokemon. And I'm like, well, I actually want to have like an Uber team ready then, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just to just to either like play them or feel good about myself, uh, because like I played with them with like a team that they they know what to do, and uh, I mean it's been cool. It was a nice foray. I learned a lot about the the meta. Uh, one of those that I think is still somewhat underdeveloped. I think it's just like just because a lot of people don't play it, and the people that do play it for the most part are more of uh, they're younger. I I think everybody that I've ever met that. Well, not everybody. I, I, I shouldn't say everybody, but I know there are a lot of people who play Ubers that are typically younger. It's typically younger people. And I understand that because you want to play with your Ultra Necrozma. You want to play with your Groudon. And and so, like, I, I get it. Uh, I just think that doesn't allow the meta to get pushed forward too much, though, when you have a younger player base that doesn't understand the finer details of, like, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I can see uh, where you're... They should go play some Little Cup. Oh, gosh. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Look <laughs> <laughs> what you've done. Yep. And so, I mean, but I, I got to, I get to learn like a little bit, and it helps in these GS Cup years because you get to go, oh, well, this Pokemon counters this Uber, this Uber counters this Uber very frequently. And it's even better when you're just like, this Pokemon who's not an Uber can counter this very well. And so you know what you can put on your team. Like Toxicroak. Yeah, exactly. Toxicroak, I think, is fantastic. That was such a good play in uh, Sun Series. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that was just a fantastic bring. Like it's still just such an easy answer to Kyogre to throw on a team that doesn't have yeah. something. To well, he he made top cut again too. This <laughs> this one too. Um, he made top cut Toxicroak mostly because like Kyogre is still very prominent. I think yeah. it's on three of the top eight teams this one th- this go around. I think it's at least that, and it was definitely something that he was prepared for. Looking at things like mm-hmm. Serena being brought, and even in some cases Amoongus on every other team except the top two. It's definitely something exactly. people prep for. Yeah, I think Kyogre is just something that people knew was was coming. It was an inevitability. Xerneas is on like six of these teams as well in the top eight. All of them. Um, all in the top eight. All yeah. of them. Actually, it's okay. Never mind. Xerneas. Ah, oh, man. I hope Xerneas dies. Um, but it does every thousand. When, years. when we get Ultranet Krosma, maybe <laughs> when Ultranet Krosma comes, we'll see Xerneas just go down in flames. Um, I. It's just one of those things. I. I don't know what's going to happen yet. I'm very excited to see how it goes, though, and see how this meta develops a little bit further, an Ultra Series. But, uh, that, I mean, that's all I really have in my notes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, that's kind of all it is, especially with Moon not taking a huge amount of time. It's almost the awkward middle stage between starting the VGC tournament and what it will ultimately end up to be. So, mm, Yeah, I, I personally see it I don't know. I see both of them as just kind of stalling for the inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Pokemon is really aware of their meta, the meta that they create, even in singles. Like, I think I think the big thing that we can all look back for a good example of Pokemon being very aware of what they're doing and how they try to balance is if we look at the transition from Gen 6 to Gen 8. Gen and if you look at Gen 6, or yeah, Gen 7. <laughs> um, I, again, we can put Gen 8 in the title. Um, but... <laughs> I, I think that I think this is one of the big things because if we look at uh, Gen 6's OU meta and we really look at that, what was one of the big dominating forces in Gen 6's OU meta? And the answer is Talonflame. Yep, I was about to say. <laughs> and they nerfed Talonflame on the shift to Gen 7 to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't... Re- like, I think the first, like, three reveals of Pokemon in Gen 7 just... It was just constant... Uh, 
constant like man they're nerfing Talonflame like we got um not we not just got Serena's queenly majesty but we also got Bruxish's ability dazzling um, yes whatever that one dazzling both of those just nerf Talonflame and then you got the nerf Psychic to Jailwings well. itself yeah and Psychic Terrain and so like all of these things they're very aware of these things yeah yeah they went down a list for Gen six going into Gen 7 of just things. I think they're very aware of where the meta's gonna go when Ultra Series hits, and I think they were aware that if they did just the one meta, which would have been just Ultra Series, right? Uh, that we all assumed what was gonna happen. I think they saw it becoming very stale very quickly. Yeah. And that's what I'm really expecting to see. I'm expecting to see right out the gate um, people try like some old 2016 tricks. And then we get alternate Krasma on every team. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just turning into... It's just an arms race to see who's willing to if, will willing to turn into alternate Krasma first, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I think Lunala still has a place in that meta. But uh, we, we will absolutely see. Yeah. Once it turns ultra, um, Dusk Main tends to take the forefront a little bit from the things that I've yep. been researching. But no, you're absolutely right, though, because Dusk Main gives you better options. It's also a right? great Xerneas counter before it ultras. Yeah. This is absolutely true. that. It, absolutely true. I mean, even that's even true in uh, Ubers right now. Mm-hmm. Like alternate Crossma is really big in Ubers right now, and Dusk Main is significantly better than Dawn Wings to the point that some people and get in because... and say, "Let Lunala drop," not Lunala, but Dawn Wings drop to OU. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like, I don't think Dawn Wings is that good it, either, right? If you if you ban Ultra in OU, Dawn Wings might survive, kind of like Kyra and Black. <laughs> and just because that typing's horrible, like Ghost Psychic is not a great type. No. Yeah, I mean, look at Hoopa, right? <laughs> uh, like normal Hoopa. Well, normal Hoopa, I think, is actually an Ubers, isn't it? No. Little Hoopa is uh, down the baby in like Hoopa? NU, are you something like that? Actually, yeah, yeah. Baby Hoopa is in like yeah lower tiers. Because of that typing. That typing's awful. Yep. <laughs> it's just absolutely awful. So, I mean, take it for what you will. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's I think it would be I think Dusk Main though is uh, like you said, it, it's definitely the one that we're going to see when the met, when it shifts and we're allowed alternate cross uh, Absolutely. Because it's just going to become an arms race and there's just so much like vulnerability there too because I, I don't know anything that really handles alternate cross when it's Dusk Main. Other than maybe Yvettel, right? And so you just start you you just start coming up with something that's like that that fights Yvettel. Dawnwings maybe Sigma. I wouldn't I wouldn't even say Dawnwings though, right? Like Dawnwings is um, as close as you can get. Yeah, it's, it becomes a guessing game though. At this even point. just like, regular because it, Lunala because of the speed boost can take it on pretty well. Yeah, yeah. With a Z move, it probably still just KOs it. Mm-hmm. But then you run like but you run like just... sucker punch mons and stuff. And I was gonna you, say, d- yeah, take care of it. Well, multi scale protects it or whatever moon shield. Like by sharp, by sharp would be a fantastic option too, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think that would work very especially well, especially with Incineroar all over. Yeah, I, I think I think it's just something to think about. Just, I mean, I mean, I know we're talking about moon series, but I think this would be uh, ultra series is fun to talk about too. Mm-hmm. Um, we can see if our predictions come right in like three months, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> just two. Okay, we'll just we'll, 
Well, just you, but I'm talking. I don't know if I want to do like in April do oh, an u- yeah, ultra that. ultra series battle <laughs> battle cast, right? Uh, we'll do it in May. Like there we go, or even it's in had June. some time to give give us a couple usage stats, <laughs> maybe a tournament here and yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe wait until after nationals or something. Oh, yeah. uh, the yeah. North American International. I think the Europe challenge is April. That's why I said that. Mm. That's yeah. when we'll actually see That's true. it. Uh, I think we might see weird stuff at that one. And then at the North American Internationals, we're going to be like, man, Ultra Nick Rosma is on every team. Yep. And, <laughs> and that, that's how that one's going to go. I'm honestly excited for it, though. With Ultra also being a really good thing in the cards and then in the VGC. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be that's great. True. That's true. I mean, I, at least it won't be, have stagnated as quickly as it could have. I mean, yeah. Moon Series was a good idea. Mm-hmm. It was a good idea to slowly ramp up to that. Yep, and let you train um, your Necrozmas. But yes, absolutely. With that, though, I think we're gonna cut off the VGC and let the moon finally set. Uh, then we're just gonna go ahead and kick it on over to talking about this team that won first place. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, PucklePodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Pokolonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at youtube slash pucklepodcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. And welcome back. We are going to go over the winning team from the Oceana Regional, uh, piloted by Eduardo Cunha. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but also piloted by Luke Curtail from Australia for the most part. They had the same Pokemon with a couple differences in moves here and there, but we're just going to split it up. Wasn't it just one? I think, I think <laughs> it might have been just one. I need to look a little bit closer. I think it's just one. I think it is just the I one. I think it's just one. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just one. It's largely the same, largely the same idea and everything, but we're just going to split it up two by two. Ooh. So I'll be taking the first two. Starting off with the most common lead that I saw in watching some replays, we have everyone's favorite buddy, Smeargle, that really kicked their butt on that first island. Or is that just me? That's just you. No, no, that was a challenging battle. That was rough. I think it's I think it's hard if you're nuzlocking. That's true. I don't think it's hard if you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. Because like if you're nuzlocking, you could be like, Oh man, I I started with Litten and then Smeargle's like, I'm gonna use water gun and then you're also nuzlocking, so the other Pokemon you have is Pikapek, and Pikapek's like level eight, and so it just dies anyway because it's a Pikapek. Mm-hmm. Uh so I mean th- there you go. There there's your logic for that game. Yeah. But anyway, starting off with Smeargle, it's you know, good old regular Smeargle with its it's, it's fast, it's holding a focus sash to keep it alive. Its moves are lovely kiss to put something to sleep. Follow me to retarget everything to it. Really good in the Lunala metagame, metagame if you can grab its Z move because you're immune. It's got wide guard to stop uh, team targeting moves like Earthquake, Rock Slide, and Dazzling Gleam. So that's really handy if you just don't want to die. Always helpful. And finally, Crafty Shield, which is a move that I actually had to look up. It protects all really? users on that side of the field from status moves. So I just had to make sure there wasn't something weird about it. But yeah, Crafty Shield. It blocks Lovely Kiss. It also blocks whatever sleep move the opposing Smeargle wants to throw at you. It blocks Follow Me type yeah. things, I think. 
Uh, I mean, it, it, it just it it, yeah. it stops status. Like mo- the big one, the big one is uh, what's it called? Like taunt. Hmm. It, it stops taunt. So like, if you're trying to get, if you're trying to taunt the Xerneas, or you're trying to taunt the uh, Lunala or something like right. that, that, that's really where it helps out a lot. Yeah, it works also really well with uh, things like stack attack that want to set up trick room but we'll talk about that yes, in a bit that's true <laughs> um, so that's the Smeargle it's also got the ability that everyone loves Moody roll the dice he's a Moody boy yeah, that was clutch in the final battle with a couple of with the last two guys because Moody you could hear the audience start screaming in excitement whenever one of them got an evasion boost or an accuracy boost or something like that um, so it was crazy. The accuracy boost, really important. It is for <laughs> Lovely kiss. kiss. Actually, with Lunala, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, I'm also, yeah, idiot. it could do that too. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Man, that would be pretty big with Lunala. Um, okay, okay. So, yeah, that's Smeargle. Pretty easy. It's just meant to start off the game right, put something to sleep, maybe, and survive one hit, and, you know, get an mm-hmm. evasion boost and then never die. <laughs> And Probably going to run max true. speed on there and max HP, I yeah. imagine. Yeah, those are the most common. Something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. Next up, we've got Stack Attacka, uh, everyone's favorite band, are you, Wall? There's a lot of everyone's favorites on these teams, you know. Everyone's favorite queen, Serena. Yeah. Everyone's favorite Pixar character. Not Pixar, DreamWorks. DreamWorks is Incineroar. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Stack Attacka. Its moveset is Rock Slide... Gyro Ball, Trick Room, and Protect. Pretty simple. Just set Trick Room and just go to town. It's got a brave nature, which is important to note, because it's not a lonely nature, meaning when you knock something out, you get a defense Mm -hmm. boost, not an attack boost, which is really good because there's a lot of physical things. Incineroar itself is a good one, as an example. Uh, Serena can also be a physical attacker you want to stop. I'm I'm scrolling through. Groudon, you're probably going to fall to anyway, but... Yeah, well, if you get the trick room set up, you're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, but... Like, you're doing okay. That seems to be an interesting choice as far as the stack attack is. I would have expected the attack boosting mm-hmm. one, but I saw Brave come in handy. No, this is attack... This is the attack. No, it's Brave. No, no, no. It's Brave, so it's defense... Yeah. It's defense boosting. Yeah, yeah. No, Lonely 14 IVs in defense. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yep. <laughs> so... You're right, you're yeah, right. The, with safety goggles. With safety goggles for blocking things like Spore. Like a Moongus. Yep. In general. And Spore. Actually, no, uh, <laughs> you also want to block Rage Powder, too. Yep. Oh. So you can hit those Xerneas. Mm-hmm. That Xerneas, bro. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's true. I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's a really good one. Ooh. And, I mean, mm-hmm. Gyro Ball's just your kill everything attack. Rock Slide is your spread damage Knock attack. out Xerneas. Yeah. Every Xerneas that ever existed attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Protect is that great for sense. stalling when it's a stack attack versus stack attack a match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my two. Uh, moving on, Thatch. Oh, yeah. So uh, so uh, we got SpaceX. We got Lunala uh, and, and Xerneas. Um, so Lunala has uh, Moongeist Beam because you're running Lunalium Z. Uh, you also have Psy Shock, Psych Up, so you can copy Xerneas. Or I guess Smeargle's Moody, which I never even thought about, right? Um, and then you get you get Protect. And then it's got the ability, uh, multi-scale, I mean, Shadow Shield, <laughs> which are pretty much the same thing. Uh, it's just a different name because that's how that's how Pokemon abilities work. In Gen 7, anyway. I mean, it, it, 
it's really interesting i mean we talked about this a little bit in the in the prior segment so i don't want to like harp on it too much but it's just really cool psych up is just such an interesting move to see used and it's used well here um just because you can copy the xerneas you can copy an opponent xerneas you, you can copy smeargle's moody um it, it's just really cool in that way and and then of course you have xerneas and they're just like man remember 2016 and then they just grab that xerneas because this is Xerne- well actually kind of this is a modest Xerneas, which i find really interesting uh because typically they run timid second but place modest is going to give uh, you timid. did it yeah, second place has a couple changes here and there and the yeah. sarina is really different in second place that, that's the biggest change i think uh but Xerneas over here has uh, moonblast dazzling gleam geomancy and protect because they're just like remember 2016 i remember 2016 good times and that's what they did i i uh, I used to run Grass Knot on Xerneas, I think, back in 2016, <laughs> uh, just because of Kyogre. But this this is pretty much the same thing. Power Herb, so you just get that one-turn Geomancy, and there you go. Go to town. Have some fun. Yep. Pray you don't get hazed or clear-smogged or yeah. roared away by an Incineroar. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you have the redirection with Smeargle there, too, to south the Xerneas, because you can just have Smeargle come in. Do the redirection, do the crafty shield, stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, just to just to kind of protect the Xerneas. Then you can always get the Lunala in mm-hmm. and then just copy the Xerneas. But Lunala is also good for opposing Xerneas as well, and it can do that. Uh, I'm very I'm very curious because you guys have seen it, and I, I don't have a natural feel for this calc, which is uh, the Lunalium Z, the Moongeist Beam onto Xerneas. Does that KO? I think you'd rather Psyshock since it doesn't get a uh, defense boost. Okay, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, because I'm just thinking of, like, the no- the amount of, like, damage, like, the Nolliums that you can just put out purely, right? Like, I think that's one um, of the reasons you run a Timid Xerneas, so it can be faster than the Lunala. And you can get yeah. that boost up quicker than Lunala can I have no it. idea what the speed tiers are for Lunala. Uh, 97. I'm to be completely honest. Versus a 99. 97. Versus a 99. Xerneas is, is 99. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. So, so, Lunala, okay, that's good to know. That's really good to know. Yeah, they didn't want him too strong this time. <laughs> well, then I'll, I'll pass the mic to you then, Sigma, because I know you've got a couple to talk about here, too. Yeah, first off, we have your VGC staple, Incineroar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you and, can... and it is running none ex- no ex- like exciting moves whatsoever. No, you're, you're running the standard Flare Blitz. Uh, the knockoff slot has actually started to turn to Snarl on a lot of different Incineroar. This one's still running knockoff, mm-hmm. but Snarl helps with your Xerneas and your Lunala. Keeping them in I think second place was running Snarl. It is, yeah. Yeah. And I would almost say Snarl is sometimes more effective because knockoff, yeah, it does damage, but it doesn't do as much since it's not actually knocking off the Z crystals that are now available. Yeah, that's a reason to switch to Snarl over knockoff, though knockoff's still a little stronger because it's single target. Mm-hmm. Um, and physical, mm-hmm. too, yeah. Uh, then you've got U-turn, so you can get out of there, so you can come back in the next turn and intimidate more things, which is why we don't see physical attackers on, or a lot of physical attackers these days. And then standard fake out. We have a trick room nature and sassy for this Incineroar, holding the figgy hmm. berry, which the fifty percent berries are great, and intimidate, which is why we run Incineroar. Then, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Serena, where we're also running that brave nature for that trick room compatibility. We're also holding a 50% berry. Doesn't really matter. You've got like a 1 in 5 shot of calling the wrong 50% berry when you're putting those on. <laughs> this one's running Eggwall. <laughs> and then we have Queenly Majesty to block those fakeouts. Its moves were Power Whip, High Jump Kick, Faint, and U-Turn. Uh, another change on Serena's is often sometimes they'll run Helping Hand over Faint or something like that. So 
Yeah, the the one the one below was running um was running power whip high jump kick U turn helping hand. Yeah. So I guess yeah, just helping hand is a different they also are running different natures as well. One was brave one, the other one was adamant. Yeah. I think it's just because of the trick room. It's trying to take advantage of the trick room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems more situated for those trick room battles. So Yeah, I'm really I I am so interested by Serena. Um I I just never expected to see that one, but it makes sense with just like the stop the priority nonsense, like with Incineroar, and it it just helps yep. out overall. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's also a good Kyogre counter. It, it it's fantastic. I I love seeing Sarina in the top cut. Mm-hmm. I'm just such a big fan of that. I I wish we had spread so we could talk about that a little bit more, but unfortunately, Pokemon.com doesn't release those to us. Right. Uh, because spreads would just make life really cool. Because VGC is really cool in that a lot of Pokemon, granted, probably not in this meta as so much so. But a lot of Pokemon will just like run very specialized sets and you can figure it out. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of VGC players keep those spreads like really close to their hearts and don't share them very often. Mm. So it's just it's one of those things to keep out there unless you get like a a QR team, right? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm honestly surprised that we were given the natures on this on the actual Pokemon.com is does has done that forever. You always get natures. You get literally everything but EV spreads. That's the only thing you don't mm-hmm. get. And I mean, if you really want to go try something out like this, and you really want to take a team that you see at regionals, I think, or, or internationals, whatever, I think a really good place to start is to look at the look at the team, look at the moves it's using, look at the idea of like the set it's running, and then go to Peakalytics. Mm-hmm. Look at that Pokemon. It'll give you the best idea for what the spreads are, and you can just copy-paste those spreads. Um, granted, I would say after playing it for a little while, if you're trying to get a VGC, you learn why those spreads are the way they are, because that will mm-hmm. be important for you when you go and play VGC, because I think the biggest difference between playing VGC at an actual tournament versus playing Pokemon online, like we do in the UTC and other tournaments like that, is that when I'm playing Pokemon at home, I can open up showdown calculator and I can yep. go, I know I'm going to survive this. And honestly, if you're playing VGC at a real life event and you know a lot of those benchmarks offhand on your own, I think that's incredibly valuable. That's one of the things I did last year when I went to Collinsville. I knew what my Pokemon can take. And I went ahead and I took it and I went and I did those things. And I and I did fairly well. So if you want to get in the VGC scene, that's really my, my suggestion. Yeah. And similarly, uh, the guy who won... In the stream, you could watch him with a notebook taking notes during the battle. Mm-hmm. So he was taking, almost not running calcs, but he was making notes of what was happening, probably HP percentages, what damages it could do. You can also do that in the TCG, as long as you start with a clean sheet of paper for both of them. Yes. So you can be taking notes during things. Absolutely. So don't, I don't I, think that that's a bad thing. I suggest you take notes. I even take notes when I'm playing at home. Like, no joke. Mm-hmm. If you watch me on stream, I will always have a notepad up. If I'm playing mm-hmm. somebody that I know is going to be playing at a higher level, I, I will go on with a notebook and I will write down their Pokemon. I will be taking notes about their items, their teams. If it made any damage that I thought is odd, because then I could be like, oh, you're choice banded or oh, you're choice Garf if I see an outspeed or something like that. Those are all yep. things you need to really watch for. Yeah, just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for people in the upcoming draft league. It's basically like playing a game of Clue the entire time where mm-hmm. you find out that Colonel Mustard is carrying a choice band. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. So yeah, I, I definitely suggest that, but I mean, I don't know if you guys want to go on any more. I mean, that's pretty much it. And that kind of covers that team. It was really, really well piloted. Mm -hmm. Uh, the core of Lunala and stack attacka was used in almost every one, especially because both teams had a Xerneas on the other, on either side. So they had to have Staka really. Mm -hmm. Um, and Lunala is just kind of like Sigma was saying earlier. That's just your nuke to delete any one thing that's not named Incineroar. Yeah, it was it was really cool to watch. Both of them did really well piloting and keeping things safe when it needed to. It came down to time in the end, pretty much, and a brilliant call by Eduardo just mm -hmm. on when to fire off his Z move, and that's what really tied it up with him. That was on turn three of sudden death kind of thing yeah where he had to have the ko's this turn or it was going to go further and he managed to pull it through it was really cool to watch uh, you could see the relief on his face <laughs> when he finally tied up everything mm -hmm. but yeah that is pretty much it everybody so that's sun and moon uh vgc moon series for you in a nutshell yeah. we'll see you next time when this is not relevant anymore and <laughs> Our our light dragon is here to eat our dreams. But go on and stop listening to us. Go listen to other Puckle goodness. You can listen to the main show on the Puckle feed, the actual Puckle podcast feed. If you're here, you already have Puckle Plus, so you can start listening to things like TCG Cast and Game Corner and the Puckle live shows that come out every now and then. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit, and other such social medias, but those are the most active, especially Twitter. That's where you can get the most up-to-date information, just social media-wise. Be sure to join us on Discord, which is where most of us just hang out. We're in the voice chat quite frequently, so if you want to talk to any of us maniacs, you can do that there, as well as be part of our tournaments and other such things. And finally, if you want to support the show, there are a few ways you can do that. One is by grabbing some merch from Tee Public. There's all sorts of things there. There's designs that we've found and just like and put on our store. There's our designs as well with the Puckle logo as well as Draft League logos if you're into that and want to support a specific team. You can also follow us on Twitch where you can watch a stream a couple nights a week, donate some bits, watch some perler beads be put together. And finally, there's also Patreon for us. If you're willing to part with a couple pennies, it all goes back to the community, and you can get in on some really cool things like specific giveaways and other such gifts and being part of the live shows. So until next time, I've been Seth Vilo. I've been Trainer Thatch. I've been R Sigma. And we'll catch you next time for next month's Battlecast.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.